0: This episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. Ever wanted to start a podcast but can't find the right platform to work with? Don't worry, Anchor has you covered. Anchor is a free audio app that allows you to record a podcast on any device no matter where you are. Anchor includes an editing feature that allows you to customize your podcast, whether it be on your computer or mobile device, so you can easily omit any errors or unnecessary parts. Anchor also allows you to distribute your podcast to other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or even Google Podcasts, which is amazing. Did I mention the part about making money? No? Well, you could be earning money every time someone listens to your podcast with no minimum listenership. If that's not the easiest way to make a podcast, I don't know what is. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kirby, 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 that's the name you should know. Kirby, 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 he's the star of the show. He's more than you think, he's got maximum pink. Kirby, 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 Kirby's the one. I apologize for my terrible singing. (laughs) How's it going, fellow geeks? As you can tell by the intro, I'm talking about Kirby, since it's something I've been meaning to do for a long time. How can anyone not be a fan of Kirby? With his cute, simple design, the small bits of dialogue he has, and his ability to copy powers out the enemies he swallows. However, the games were only half the reason why I stuck with Kirby. My earliest exposure to Kirby was in Super Smash Bros. Melee for the GameCube. Best Smash Brothers game, by the way. And the anime, which is going to be the focus of today's episode. Kirby, right back at ya. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the show, Kirby Right Back At You was an anime adaptation of the Kirby series, airing from 2001-2003 in Japan, and 2002-2006 in North America. I used to watch this show a lot as a kid, but growing up I started to develop somewhat neutral feelings. That's because the company responsible for dubbing the show was 4Kids Entertainment, the same company that dubbed shows like the first 8 seasons of Pokemon, Sonic X, and the infamous One Piece adaptation. Bro, I don't even watch One Piece, nor do I give a shit, yet the way they made the show cater to kids is god-awful. Hence the problem with the Kirby show. Everything was made too kid-friendly and not as edgy as the original show. Obviously, that didn't bother me as a kid, but watching the show now as an adult, it's clear what their target audience was. In fact, most fans criticized 4Kids Entertainment as a whole because of their censorships. However, I don't have anything personal against the company. They were just doing their jobs and trying to censor anime, even though I think at times they went overboard. Okay, I think I said enough about the company. What about the show itself? Is it as good as we all remembered? Or best, left into obscurity just like most anime based off video games? Let's find out. I'm Eric from Geek's Crossing, and this is the Kirby Right Back Atcha Retrospective. Just like Kirby himself, the story is rather simple. In the world of Dreamland lies a small town called Cappy Town. The citizens of Cappy Town are constantly tormented by an outbreak of monsters, and the only one that's able to save them is a star warrior named Kirby. If it wasn't obvious already, Kirby arrives in Cappy Town and is welcomed with open arms after demonstrating his heroic qualities. However, this caused King Dedede, the self proclaimed ruler of Cappy Town, to get jealous of Kirby and constantly orders monsters from Nightmare Enterprises to get rid of him. Or, as he says in the intro, I need a monster to claw but that there Kirby! Again, I apologize for a terrible impression. <laughs> and that's pretty much every episode in a nutshell. King Dedede orders a monster, Kirby destroys that monster and saves everyone. Wash, rinse, Repeat. As you can tell, this is one of those anime shows where you don't have to watch every episode to keep up to date with the show's plot. You can literally watch any episode and you know the premise right away. It feels more like a Saturday morning cartoon, if anything. I guess that's what 4Kids was also infamous for. Anyway, like every show slash anime, we have a collection of characters that we have to turn our focus on. We, of course, have Kirby himself, who's, well, Kirby. He's playful, absent minded, and very heroic. What more do I have to say? besides the fact that he has a black hole for his stomach. Next we have his best friends, Tiff and Tuff. Tiff is the mature one of the two, and more often than not, acts like the voice of reason in the show. While Tuff is a bit of a troublemaker, but his heart is in the right place. There's the edgelord Meta Knight who serves as the head of DDD's Royal Guards, but at the same time acts very secretive. Up next, we have King DDD and his servant, S. Cargoon. Oh my god, these two are what made the show if I'm being honest. With DDD's greedy and rude personality, which is completely opposite to his personality in the games, and Escargoon always taking abuse no matter how hard he tries to please his king, this is all thanks to the brilliant voice acting done by Ted Lewis, a veteran voice actor for four kids. Ted Lewis, if you're listening to this podcast, you did an amazing job voicing both these characters. Keep up the great work! Anyway, enemies from the Kirby series appear in the show too, but as allies, like Lololo and La La La, who's called Falala for some reason are friends with Tiffin' Tough, Chef Kawasaki, who runs a restaurant in town, Blade Knight and Sword Knight, who also serve as DD's Royal Guards, and Knuckle Joe, a mercenary turned ally. But there's also a collection of new characters added as well, such as Mayor Len Blustergas. I shit you not, that's his name, Town's mayor, if his name didn't give it away, Chief Bookham, the town's only source of law enforcement, nice play on words by the way, Mabel, the town's fortune teller, and Takori, a smart Alec bird, I always hated that little bastard. We also have the sales guy from Nightmare Enterprises, who always makes Dee pay outrageous prices for the monsters he orders. Speaking of Nightmare, this show feels like a tie-in to the most current Kirby game that was released at the time, which was Kirby, Nightmare, and Dreamland for the Game Boy Advance. Best Kirby game, by the way. In fact, the main antagonist of the game Nightmare is the main antagonist of the show as well. As Bernie from The Incredibles once said, Coincidence? I think not! Going back to the characters, from what I can tell, the townspeople are what make this show unbearable to watch at times. Because of how fucking gullible and idiotic they can be at times, every goddamn episode has them get fooled by whatever trick DDD has in store, and they need to be reminded, not once, not twice, but a thousand fucking times that Kirby is the hero in this show. But when you push those negatives aside, these episodes are actually kind of fun to watch, and creative in their own way. My favorite episode, hands down, is called Cartoon Buffoon. The townspeople decide to create a cartoon about Kirby, but DDD being the selfish prick that he is, tries to make the show about him. This episode explodes with irony because the characters from the Kirby show are making a show about Kirby, and the final outcome of their project? Bro. It's so choppy and meme-worthy that I can't even explain it in words. And I like Tiff's line at the end when she says, It's so bad, it's good. That can sum up the actual show in a nutshell, or 4Kids as a whole when you really think about it. There were other great episodes to mention as well, like the episode where Town is suffering from a head cold epidemic. Dudes, it's times like this that I wish that what we're suffering from right now is just a head cold. Going back to the episode, everyone in town is sick except for Kirby and DDD. Kirby can't get sick anyway because of his black hole stomach. As for DDD, well there's an old Japanese myth that claims only intelligent individuals can catch a cold. So DDD tries to make himself sick to prove that he's smart, by doing any means necessary and trying to get sick. And I do mean anything, even ordering a monster that makes him sick, and I'm sure we all know how that goes. There was also one where DDD was going bankrupt, so he uses these special dolls to trick the townspeople into putting their money in him, so they can put their money in DD's quote unquote, safe bank. However, the dolls soon develop a psychological effect on DDD Whatever happens to the doll, DDD suffers the same fate. Bro. I was laughing my fucking ass off through and through while watching this episode, especially the ending which I won't give away. There's also an episode that 4Kids banned because it showed a negative view on dentistry. Long story short, Tuff and DD have suffered from a shitload of cavities and refused to go to the dentist to have them filled. Naturally, DDD tries to find an easy way out of this. I also remembered one of the later episodes where the characters compete in the game show where they have to answer questions that are based off past episodes. This all led to the epic last four episodes where Kirby takes on Nightmare, though 4Kids advertised those 4 episodes as a TV movie for some reason. Nightmare's plan to take over Dreamland is coming into fruition, and Meta Knight, who apparently saw this shit coming for years, enlists the help of Kirby and the townspeople. Sorry, the ungrateful townspeople, since they refused to help at first. In the end, Kirby managed to prevail and destroy Nightmare for good. So everyone gets a happy ending but Diddy because now he won't have any way of ordering monsters again. Before I forget, there's one thing I have to address, and that's the animation. For the most part, the show is 2D, yet every so often we see Kirby, DDD, and S. Cargoon constantly change from 2D to 3D. And there's no build up or anything, it just happens right the fuck out of nowhere. Hey, I'm always down for creative visuals, but where is the context, people? Although, I do love the transformations Kirby goes through when he does his copy ability. My favorites I can name off without question are Fire, Chef, and Spark Kirby. And don't worry if you forget the names of these Kirby forms, because Meta Knight will be there conveniently to tell us the names. Still waiting for Sakurai to confirm that Meta Knight is the same species as Kirby. Or maybe it was already confirmed and I have yet to see it. I don't know, maybe I'll check it after I record this episode. Fun fact, the last four episodes won't be the last time we see Kirby in Town. In 2009, the show came back briefly for a 3D animated short called Kirby 3D. How generic. They never specified when this short takes place, or if it's even canon for that matter. But just for the sake of convenience, let's just say it takes place before the TV movie. Basically, the short is about Nightmare Enterprises releasing their newest monster, and Kirby must stop it. Essentially, any other episode of the show except it's 8 minutes instead of the usual 21 minutes. And everything is in 3D, so we don't have to waste time being distracted by Kirby, DDD, or Escargoon's unexplained shift in artistic direction. The short was eventually released in North America in 2012, and they got all the respective 4Kids voice actors back except for Maddie Bluestein, who sadly passed away sometime in 2008. Rest in peace, Maddie. Anyway, I found the short to be decent. Yeah, it's very generic, but I think that was the point. It was probably made to get the cast back together one last time, though I think it would've worked out better if it was longer, or at least make it another TV movie if they really wanted to. Instead of having Nightmare, they could've included the main antagonist from one of the current Kirby games. Just saying. Oh well, no use trying to make sense on what already happened. And that's pretty much all I have to say about Kirby right back at ya. Is it as good or bad as everyone claims it to be? Well, that's honestly debatable. Yeah, it does get very repetitive, and the dub clearly caters more to kids. But this show still has a certain charm to it. It's funny, creative, and does a great job giving characters within the Kirby series more personality than they had in the actual games. But would I recommend it is the real question. To be honest, yes. I guess if you want to take the show seriously, then the Japanese version will be your go-to version. However, the 4Kids version is hilarious despite its flaws. So there's two ways you can go about with this. But what about you guys? If any of you have seen Kirby right back at ya, you can share your thoughts slash opinions in our Discord server. Link will be in the episode description as always, and let me know if you guys want to hear me do another retrospective on other shows. Maybe some more 4Kid subs to keep the trend going? Who knows? Thank you all for listening, and have a great day!